Hey, I'm Steph. I'm Alex. And this is Not Today, our true survival story podcast, where we talk about true survival stories. And people surviving. People surviving. Um, I know what we could talk about right before we jump in the story. Um, we've been watching this show called 60 Days In. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because apparently we're, like, obsessed with watching, like, prison shows or jail shows. Um, yep. First Wentworth. Yeah, Not Wentworth this. was so good. Please watch it if you haven't. Um, but uh, basically, 60 Days In is, like, people volunteer to spend 60 days in county jail so that they can, like get information on the prisoners or like the way the prison works or the jail and then like report it back to the like the the sheriff or yeah. the people the people in charge basically yep and it is just so crazy to me that people would choose to do that yeah and like knowingly put themselves in so much danger it is crazy yeah it, like yeah i would as a citizen i would like to go undercover in a prison right with the possibility of it coming out that I'm actually a snitch. Be a whole ass snitch. Yeah. Um, yeah. And one of the guys in the season we're watching, like, fully just... Fully blows his cover. He just gets so cocky. He's like, I run this prison. Like, nobody's <laughs> going to question a thing I say because I'm in charge. And meanwhile, he's, like, literally a cop on the outside. Literally. Um, and he he's talking to this, like, corrections officer. And he's like, man, I like this corrections officer. I want to so tell, tell him who I am. Undercover. I want him to know that I'm just like him. And so he pulls him out of the room. And he, like, tells him not only Spoiler. that... Not, yeah. Well, I mean, you don't know what season this is. But not only did he say i'm a part of this whole 60 days in thing but he gave him all of the names of all the other people which is like so dangerous it was crazy anyway (laughs) i just i was like that's survival related right they're surviving in there yeah really they are but it was just it's just crazy it's on netflix if you're if you want to watch it but not spawn (laughs) (laughs) hashtag not spawn but uh but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Wild. If you want to watch prison shows, come on yeah. our journey with us. <laughs> yeah, it was quite a journey. Yeah. <laughs> Still can't believe you did that. I know, it was crazy. Um, in any case, yeah. let us now jump in to our survival story of the day. Let's which... kickflip into it. Kickflipping into the story. <laughs> uh, we have a survival story today about Dewey Gadke who Ooh. was pretty much stranded on a volcano. Oh, word. So there's the hook. Uh, this happened in July of 2005. Okay. So we all remember 2000s. 2005. You know, cell phones were Lots sort of, of a new thing. Low-rise you know? jeans. Yep, a lot of those. Which are actually making a, just a comeback. Really? Yeah. Low-rise jeans are way back in. Apparently, word. this is like a survival and also like Let's Follow the Trends podcast because yeah, we've I'm been talking it. about mullets. We've been talking <laughs> about low-rise jeans. Yeah, anyway. What? I was eight years old in 2005. Don't really remember it. No. Yeah. I remember, what's it called? They had, um, did you ever have, I don't know if you would have it because you were like very much a little boy, but um, what's it called? The little hit clips? Where you put the little, you have one headphone and you had like, it was a little plastic thing and you put in a little tiny, tiny plastic CD and it only plays you 30 seconds of a song. Did no. you have, Oh, that no, was I my shit. I had so <laughs> many Hillary Duff hit clips. <laughs> Hillary Duff, Britney Spears. Oh my God. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what a time to be alive. Really? What a time. I do remember I had this um, really small DVD player. Mm-hmm. Uh, with like a smaller CD mm-hmm. that you would put into this uh, player that was mobile, but the screen was like two inches, oh, and it sure. was black and white. Yeah, but you could bring it wherever you want. Yeah, and I would play the same goddamn SpongeBob episode. Yeah, on loop, love for that. hours on it. Anyway, uh, back into the story. <laughs> July of two thousand five, Dewey Yadkey is. 41 years old and recently divorced from his wife and this is his first vacation that he has gone on by himself since the divorce and without his kids yes self-care yes so he's on a self-care vacation hoping to leave journey yes he's on his journey um and you know we're gonna go to hawaii and fix everything oh yeah get a tan (laughs) yes walk on a volcano uh, what's that one movie forgetting sarah marshall vibes that is one of my favorite movies also watch that yeah 
Uh, so it has those vibes. Uh, he could not bring his two daughters, Trina and Tara. Trina's five, Tara is seven years old. Uh, I'm guessing that they couldn't come with him because of custody Because they would issues. kill the vibe? Oh. Uh, also, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's It seems like it was not a pretty divorce. Oh, sad. So that would be my guess, or they just didn't agree that they they should go on the vacation. In any case, they were not with him. So Dewey's on this vacation, and he's hoping this will kind of help him to move on. So he is... Uh, going to visit the Kilauea volcano, which is the most active volcano in the world in the highlight of a Hawaii trip for most people who visit the islands. So this was his uh, big plan to go see the uh, the lava and like document it and bring it back to show his daughters. Bring the but lava all, back? Well, like record it. Mm. It's like he brought a oh, camcorder oh, oh, sure, with him. Sure, sure. So he wanted to kind of record the experience and like show his daughters. Sick. So this island is 300,000 acres of basically barren volcanic rock because it's a fucking volcano Sounds and it's popping off all the time amazing. making new rock. So it's just black rock. <laughs> we love all the noises yep, in the background. We'll just ignore them for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. For, for sure. sure. Um, so he initially went uh, to record the volcano during the day mm-hmm. and he's driving in his jeep that he rented and he's kind of recording like kind of almost doing like this reality tv show for his daughters like he would record and he's like oh hey look you can see the like the volcanoes like mm-hmm. churning you can kind of see the lava but it wasn't the full experience during the day because mm-hmm. you know you can't really see the lava as well so it's better to see at night so he initially went to Kilauea during the day, filmed it, and then planned to come back at night and kind of like document it closer up. And is that like, is that like not allowed? Like, is it one of those things where it's like, you can only be here till 6 p.m.? Okay, I think it wasn't at mm-hmm. this time. Okay, but, but my because guess of this? was because I, I can't imagine he was the first or the last to do something like this. Right. Um, so my guess would be that they've instituted some kind of guidelines or rules to be like, don't venture off into the volcano by yourself. Yeah, don't be a dummy. (laughs) Which, spoiler alert, is what he's about to do. He's a dummy. His plan is to come back after dark to see the lava better, basically hike to where the kind of, uh, to where the activity is, Mm -hmm. basically where the volcano is ejecting lava. Right, for sure. And then film it close up. (laughs) At night, by himself. Was, so, <laughs> I just thought of the the me was like, oh Jesus, I'm about to bust. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what you're talking about. It, never mind. <laughs> we'll just move we'll past roll past that. that. Yeah, but it, it was funny. Um, so, this is a so he's staying in a hotel and. Um, He's going to take a 10 to 15 mile to his destination, get out of his car, um, hike, Mm. film, and come back. And hopefully he'll be in bed by midnight. That's his plan. Sure. So he expected a very quick hike uh, after he parked his car. So he only brought his flashlight and camcorder and left his cell phone uh, behind in his car. Oh, my dear. And water behind at the hotel. Oh, come on. So he didn't bring water on the drive. And then when he did kind of get to the end of the road, um, he left his cell phone in his car because he didn't expect to be gone for very long. Um, but that that's just like, you'd think that's just a safety precaution. But, but yeah. clearly this man, he said... No water for me, thanks. Yep. <laughs> no so, no cell phone for me, thanks. Dewey uh, did not expect to be gone for long. Dewey. And... Ooh, why don't we all picture Dewey as um, Dewey Duck? Daffy? No, not, not Daffy Duck. Um, <laughs> fucking Dewey, uh, you know, Scrooge McDuck's little, like, like nephew guy who he's like, <laughs> like, he's like a bad, you know, like a bad nephew. They're like the, the shitty, I'm sorry. Let's picture him as a duck. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> Let's do that. All right. So Dewey the Duck mm. is <laughs> uh, getting out of his car and leaving his cell phone behind after about a 10 to 15 mile drive. <laughs> <laughs> Waddling little, out of yeah. his car. <laughs> <laughs> Could 
his little fins <laughs> fins oh my god his little his little duck feet reach duck the feet. gas pedals does duck feet have a specific name where was huey dewey and or huey and louie right those are the other two because they were huey dewey and louie do you know them are, are you no. dead you've never met <laughs> not oh my following. god you guys should meet <laughs> all right back to the story <laughs> uh dewey felt great waddling uh along his path waddling up yep there's uh so the moon was out and with a light breeze so he he kind of was put at ease with the fact that the moon was out so you could kind of see where you were going mm. um he still has a flashlight but um for some reason this kind of put him at ease like oh he at least i won't get lost in pitch black sure on this hike so he uh he parks his car because he can see uh the lava flow in the distance and he's like oh i'm just gonna go hike there film it be back by midnight mm-hmm. so he starts hiking in that direction and he he like the more he starts to hike he's like wow it really the like glow isn't really getting closer mm-hmm. like it's not getting like i'm not getting there as fast as i thought i yeah, would you're not getting what you want. and he you know kind of like lets this go for a while but he just kind of continues on um and was like super committed to like having the experience of seeing it up close and then recording it for his daughters Mm -hmm. like this is why he kept going Mm -hmm. so he ends up continuing to hike for about three hours before he actually reaches his destination so he has to then hike three hours back (laughs) to well Uh, well (laughs) stay tuned um so he he reaches the active vent of the volcano after this and you know molten rock is just spewing as he describes a beautiful orange flow out of the volcano slowly but continuously pouring into the ocean and building the island so i'd imagine you know it was pretty cool to see this like it's just continuously building like pretty much just shitting lava out into the ocean um (laughs) way to turn that beautiful imagery into like disgusting poop joke good job (laughs) Uh, so he said the experience was really humbling, kind of like realizing how small piece of the planet he actually was. Um, and he kind of continues to explore around this, uh, um, vent, uh, filming for his daughters. So he's like, you know, trying to get the close up shot for them and kind of mm-hmm. talking to them, like, wish you guys could be here, uh, to see it, which, um, kind of glad they weren't. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, definitely Does not he... a place to bring your daughters. Did you like see the footage? Did, is it Yeah. Still... Yeah. yeah cool you can actually go see it um at least in the in the documentary they have like they had uh, that i watched they had clips of it right that's um, cool pretty cool 2005 quality but you right. know uh it is there mm-hmm. so so he, he continues to explore around the vent um and he actually while he's walking around the vent he remembers his friends warning him to be careful where you're stepping because the molten lava will kind of uh, like solidify quickly and have a thin layer of right. black rock on top, but there's actually lava on the bottom. So he's like, "Yeah, I should probably like watch where I'm stepping so I don't put my foot into molten lava right. and like lose it, lose it, literally, <laughs> yeah, lose yeah. it." Um, so he was also scared that his shoes would melt. So he's kind of like trying to take extra care while tr- also trying to get as close as he can that's good you know what would vent. help with um melting shoes maybe water sorry water oh that's a good idea yeah it's like uh, almost as if we might need that it's almost like he should probably have water with him <laughs> yeah so the ground under him got really hot and he did not get as close as he wanted to the vent because he was afraid that he would fucking fall into the lava right so he watches the volcano for about 20 to 25 minutes intermittently like filming for his daughter's um, and then he starts to head back. However, he could not find the trail that he came in on because this entire island is a featureless black rock oh. that is all the same, pretty much. Yep. So he can't find the trail that he came in on. And he decides to change course. He's like, if I just follow the coastline and then cut in, uh, then I'll be able to find my car instead of just like blindly wandering in the direction that I came in. Mm-hmm. So he sticks to this plan and he he um sets out along the coast so just as he sets out uh, along the coast cloud cover blocks the moonlight (gasps) 
So the one thing that was making him comfortable during this entire experience is now blocked by the fucking clouds. Sick. So he does still have a flashlight, but batteries don't last forever. Oh, God. So he, as he's walking along the coast, he very quickly hits a different texture of rocks, changing from the smooth black obsidian that he walked in on Mm -hmm. to more of a uh, cluster of white boulders which were incredibly hard to walk on. I like that boulder. Yeah. (laughs) That's a nice boulder. (laughs) So (laughs) he... um, He knew he was going the wrong way? Well, he kind of uh, is not in the right state of mind, is what he said. He just kind of disregards this and moves on. Well, that's silly. And we'll continue to see that this is a theme. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Dewey, get your duck feet home. (laughs) my guy come on man (laughs) wiggle that butt all the way down (laughs) sorry (laughs) i can't believe dewey's become a duck for us Um, believe it buster (laughs) because that's how we're picturing him (laughs) (laughs) all right so he continues on for three hours right so he's he should be kind of right where he's uh about to cut in he should be on the path for his car so He's hugged the coastline enough, and he decides to cut inward at this point. And by his calculations, he should be minutes from his car. Mm. So this is, quote, that's when things started going badly. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, so honestly, it was a real gamble because if he misses his car, he's going to keep going straight into a featureless rock of an island that is 300,000 acres. Oh. That is not inhibited by anyone or right. really anything. Damn. That's big. Yeah, it's big. That's really big. Um, yeah, and getting bigger by the minute. Maybe he should, like, just fucking camp out and then wait for the daylight. Well. <laughs> is that what? <laughs> Crazy you should say that. Mm. <laughs> um, I don't know. That might have been a better idea, but... um. I don't know if it really would have helped him any more or less than what he did. Yeah, because he already hiked three hours in the wrong direction. So yeah, it's... I guess at least if he would have stayed put, he wouldn't have been like exerting himself. Right. But, um, I don't think it really would have helped him that much. Hmm. In any case, he continues walking across raw, unmarked lava flows trying to find his car, and there's no trail. Uh, so after about three more hours of hiking inland, there's still no sign of his car. Um, and it is at this point that Dewey realizes that he is lost. <laughs> at this point? Yeah. <laughs> nine hours of hiking later? Yeah, I don't know if there was, like, some cognitive dissonance here. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I think he kind of probably knew all along in the back of his mm. head, but it's at this point where he's like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that is definitely an oh, shit moment. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I've been waddling for too long, yo. <laughs> So he's hungry, thirsty, and all alone, without water, and without a cell phone. That is crazy. Not that he would probably get that much service anyway. Yeah, but, but at you know, least you'd have that. You'd have you could, like, some hope. Try to put out an emergency call or something. Yeah. Damn. If you're going yep. on a hike, bring water and your cell phone. Jesus. I mean, I'm not blaming this man. He clearly had good intentions, but like, yeah, I feel like that's just. I think he learned his one. lesson. Yeah, I think he did. I yeah. think he did. And it's after a good thing this. he survived because yeah, thank god we're telling a, we're telling a story about him so clearly he's okay enough yeah. i don't know enough, oh god right? oh geez <laughs> oh geez keep yeah, going gotta keep some suspense there though yeah i guess <laughs> um so he believes that when morning comes he'll be able to navigate better in the light and find his car right so he kind of like hunkers down and like tries to get a little bit of sleep um and it, like before this he's been out wandering for nine hours at this point mm-hmm uh so dawn does shine through so remember i think dewey left around nine or ten mm-hmm. and he was expecting to be back by midnight right so it's probably like about six in the morning at this point so dawn is starting to shine through um and he realizes that even though the sun is out it's really not going to help him because even though he can see where he is he doesn't know where he is because it's all rock it's all the same um he doesn't have a compass so he doesn't even know which direction to go i guess he 
probably knows that like if the sun is rising that's east mm-hmm. but i don't think that he knows where he is in, yeah so he doesn't really know right. which way to go um and he's dehydrated anyway and so he's not really thinking that clearly yeah um <laughs> he also <laughs> quotes after like reflecting on this like i won't be hiking without a compass anymore sure <laughs> yeah or water which is weird to me though because like he should be able to tell which direction is east if the sun is rising. Sure, but I'm sure he, like, didn't know where, he, like, like you said, like, where he was in relation to that. So, like, he can be like, okay, mm. yeah, that's the east, but, like, where was I? Yeah. Because it was nighttime, one, and two, he, like, wasn't thinking about it. He clearly had no intention of being on this mountain for longer than a couple hours. Yeah. So... I know, I'm just saying, like, if you're, like, I'm never going to go hiking without a compass anymore. Like, I just don't know what the compass would have done for you at this point. At that point, yeah, I guess not much. And also, are are volcanoes, like, I don't know how how obsidian works, but is it magnetic at all? Like, isn't that, like, because that would fuck up a compass, too. Uh, That's a good point. I don't think so. Mm. I don't think so. I don't know, but. Let's Google it. Maybe? (laughs) Great. I don't know. It's inconclusive. Google doesn't have a straight answer for me. Okay. Uh, we don't know. Okay. But I mean, even if it wasn't, even if it is magnetic, you should be able to get where you are from the sun. Yeah. Uh, we'll move past that. Sure. <laughs> um, so he's pretty much walking over patches of sharp glass-like rock that were pretty tre- treacherous at this point. Um, because he's still trying to find his car. It's like he's still of in course. that mindset. Yeah. Um, but you know, this shit is really hard to walk on. Um, and it's just an absolute trap for like rolling your ankle or tripping and falling, which is what he does multiple times. Did he ever tears up his legs? Did he ever consider like going back the way he came to like, try to find where he was and then go a different direction? Because I feel like going in the same direction for nine or 10 or however many hours is like just a, a dumb thing to do because you're yeah. not you're clearly not going in the right direction yeah yeah but that's what he does that's what he does yeah see me and dewey we're on the same wavelength yeah <laughs> like, he's like very stubborn <laughs> I'm, yeah yeah he's no, uh but, he's got a plan and he's sticking to it it's almost like i have a survival instinct or something yeah <laughs> oh my god oh my gosh so crazy. you probably don't waddle like dewey no probably not no so he's He's pretty much, he's he's staying on this path. He's like, I'm going to try and find my car. Um, and But during this, he does end up slipping and uh, slices hit through a vein in his arm. Oh. And he, like, tries to clamp it down to stop the bleeding with his opposite hand. So at this point, he's, like, exhausted. He's been hiking and for losing blood. 10 hours, has barely any sleep. He's just cut himself on obsidian. <laughs> He's dehydrated and he's starting to get scared. And <laughs> yeah, now he's starting. Now to he's get starting. Scared. To get, he's he's feeling like he's starting to get like right. he's lost. Yeah, but this whole time he's he still has the camcorder mm-hmm. and it was kind of like his uh, source of comfort, like or solace that he had somebody to talk to, even if like it wasn't an actual person, like somebody would see it. Uh, so he's kind of like recording um, messages for his daughters. And uh, it kind of be- goes from like, oh, you know, geez, I uh, I got lost a little bit. I'll be back in a couple hours. And it just kind of starts to turn darker and darker as he like, keeps recording for his daughter. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's don't like, ever forget that. Yeah. And um, he's like, I'm so dumb for doing this. Aww. And like, I'm so sorry. And um, so, but it is a source of comfort for him yeah. uh, as he trudges on to try and find his car. Um, but he's seeing no sign of humanity. Um, and remember, he doesn't have any water. It's probably been, you know, a long about time. 12 hours yeah. at this point. So his his judgment... Of constant hiking, too. Not of even constant just, hiking. Yeah. So he's losing a shit ton of water. So right. his his judgment is starting to just go further and further into the, into the trash right. <laughs> at this point. So as he's continuing to try and find his car, he does hear a helicopter flying above him. And he gets really excited. He's like, Jesus Christ, like, please, for the love of God, see me. Mm. And he starts to signal uh, at the helicopter 
um, with the reflection with the mirror attached to his camera bag. Oh. So he's trying to like trying to get that glint yeah. to have the pilot see them and it actually starts coming towards him and he was like oh my god i'm saved and he thought they would kind of come down and like throw down that ladder and he would climb up and you know get out in heroic fashion and be like oh i'm never going to go hiking without a compass right. again or water and it flies right past him uh. Uh, because remember, this is a huge right, tourist yeah. destination. And they're not even looking. They're not for, looking for him yet. Yeah. He hasn't been gone for that long. He hasn't told anyone where he was, except for the hotel. But, you know, they won't catch on for a little while. Um, and there's tons of helicopter, like, tourist tours where people will fly over the island and be like, sure. look at the volcano. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that the hotel people wouldn't even catch on until he was supposed to check out. Probably. You know, because they're not, he's not going to come back to the desk and be like, I am home now. Thank you for <laughs> yeah <laughs> keeping track of me. So, yeah, he so he's devastated, obviously, but you know he has to continue on. Um, and he's really struck just how devoid of life the whole island is, because like I don't think uh, anyone has really seen like he said it was just a really different experience for like three hundred and sixty degrees like as far as you can see is just black rock with yeah. nothing else that's crazy so he was like this is kind of honestly like another planet i bet it's it i bet like it earth felt like that whatsoever yeah um and you know he's not easily spotted because he's just a small speck and just black mm-hmm. and it's so big and they're yeah. also again not looking for him so yeah and i don't think that he had like a lot of color contrast either either mm-hmm. so he's really not. fighting an uphill battle at this point yeah so he he keeps uh, staying the course to try and find the road, uh, but finds a speaker wire laying on the ground after he almost tripped over it uh, with metal reflectors uh, attached to it like you would see on a bike. And mm-hmm. like this is the first thing that he's seen that would even be remotely something of humanity. So he actually takes this wire and wraps it around himself like a belt uh, so that he would kind of constantly be reflecting and hopefully like he wouldn't have to like stop every time yeah, he saw a and helicopter try and try and like signal, even though he probably should do that. Like it would just kind of be a, an extra thing that would help people to spot him. So he continues hiking with this makeshift belt and the temperature is starting to rise into the mid eighties and he intensely regrets not bringing any water with him Mm -hmm. um more and more yeah i bet he does yeah and you know his he's his mind is just not working that well and he's like if i don't find water i'm gonna be dead in a matter of hours god so he starts to search for water but you know this is on the volcano on the volcano (laughs) interesting (laughs) yeah so this is about 14 hours in yeah his, he's had no water. So, like, I think the rule of thumb is that you can go three days without water. Mm-hmm. But, but that's, like, that's a if you're general not doing rule. Anything. That's he's if you're like not doing anything. Sweating any... and hiking yeah. and shit, so. Precisely. Yeah. So, I think, what, he would probably he would probably be dead in, like, one to two. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that sounds so right. I mean, <laughs> then again, I, I know nothing about anything, but that sounds right to me. Yeah. Yeah. Just be confident, you know. Yeah, I know. You know. He'd be he'd be dead in approximately twenty seven hours. It's a pretty good estimate. Thank you. We'll go with it. Okay. Um, so actually, as he goes over one of the ridges in the lava field, Dewey actually spots an oasis of green plant life, which he thought he was hallucinating. <laughs> he was like, "How the fuck is this real?" It was like something out of a movie. He said because mm. it's just like. The, the only green thing he's seen for wow that's cool half a day um yeah but he, he i bet that he thought it was a mirage yeah it was a bit of a mirage <laughs> was it a mirage it was not oh uh, even though he he's like well my mind might be playing tricks on me but like i gotta go check yeah, it out why not? because if i don't find water i'm fucked yeah so he treks over it hoping to find water and it actually is real he had to like touch the yeah. he had to touch the trees to like make himself believe and he said the density and variety of plants was overwhelming uh, because this is all freshly 
like spewed from the earth rock so it's actually really rich in minerals so i guess if plants can take root they thrive cool so he's like once you get in it's basically like a jungle right that's how thick it is um and he's like there's grass palm trees like all this stuff so you go from being on a rock that looks like mars like literally nothing and going into a thick green jungle yeah thick with two c's oh my god jungle right um and so he's trying to find water. He's basically like licking dew off of the leaves <laughs> of these plants. It's like it's wow. something, yeah. but it's not that much. Moisture. Um, and it's at this point he starts to hear another helicopter flying ahead, um, which doesn't seem to notice him. And throughout the day, this would keep happening as he was in this jungle trying to get water. And he would like run in, try and get water. And then he would like run out, try and signal. Mm-hmm. And then it would fly right past him, and then he would go back in, and this happened, like, five or six times. Right. And he's, like, so, like, devastated, because every time he's, like, getting hope, and then it would fly right past him, because they're on a tourist yeah. trip. And he's kind of, like, torn between signaling or getting water, and he's eventually kind of, like, I can't do two things at once. Like, I need to hunker down and get water. Yeah. So... He, he's kind of doing this um, back and forth, like, <laughs> drill between going into the into the jungle, out of the jungle. Um, and he thought that all the helicopters were rescue helicopters, uh, but he starts to realize that they are not. They're right. tourist helicopters. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, they're looking for me. And then he's like, oh, shit, they're not. Oh. So... You know, it has only been 16 hours, so, I mean, even... They're not looking for Yeah, him. nobody, even if he not. did have people, yeah. like, they would, yeah, I don't know. They probably would have just been, like, catching on. Yeah. Um, so, he became so just dehydrated uh, during this experience that he described his state of mind as, like, schizophrenic. Um, because he's just kind of like, I don't know, slipping kind of like in and out of reality and like, uh, not really sure. He's like kind of second guessing what's real at this point. Um, and obviously all the effort is losing him a bunch more water, Mm -hmm. uh, than he already had. He in total thinks that about 12 helicopters, (laughs) helicopters, helicopters have flown by, um, and he hunkers down in the jungle to get like a real drink of water Mm -hmm. he is trying to lick dew off the leaves right and he's kind of like um hanging on to this one tree and he kind of feels something strange with his left hand as he's like kind of trying to like lean in Tell and get, me this, it's a get snake. this big drop oh no it's not it's not a snake <laughs> i just pictured a movie where someone you know when they're in the jungle and they like lean their hand on something and it's a snake hanging from the tree you know it's like one of those <laughs> no okay it's it not was a snake. not sorry thank god for your sake yeah. for your anxiety's sake right so he's like hanging on this tree like leaning trying to get this like big drop of water and um he's like he looks at his hand and he's like oh shit it's moss. <gasps> moss! Yes. Oh my so god, so moist. He's like, moss. <laughs> so he, he like takes it uh, He takes it off the tree and he kind of squeezes it because <gasps> it's basically like a sponge. Yeah. And he's like, oh shit, water is coming right. out of the moss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he kind of like skeptically takes a little taste because he wasn't sure if this was safe to drink. Right. He's like... If it's growing out of a volcano, is there like chemicals oh, sure. or uh, is there any funky business going on with this moss funky water? Funky business. So he squeezes the moss into his mouth a little bit, and he's like, "Oh, you know, there's like no, there's nothing like obviously wrong yeah. with this." And he uh, unscrews the top of his flashlight, takes out all the guts, and then <gasps> and he uses it squeezes, as a water bottle. Yes, he's yeah, he uses his flashlight as a water bottle, pretty much. Cool. And he's like going around just trying to find moss and squeezing it. And like, this is the first significant drink of water that he's had in wow. over like 17 hours. Damn. So, yes, moss. Yes, his life is spared for now. Thank you, moss. Um, so he, you know, he does get some water, but it's nowhere near what replacing he what he's no, lost. Of course not. 
but he has bought himself some more time. Love that. And he kind of stays for a while, but realizes that his best chances of being rescued is being out in the open, mm-hmm. not in this thick brush where nobody's going to right, see you. Right, no one can see him. So um, he decides that he has to venture back out into the open. Um, and it is at this point that Dewey's hotel has kind of raised the alarm. Oh, great. And there is a search and rec- rescue mission launched to find him. But, again, there's 300,000 acres yeah. to cover um, in a featureless, featureless wasteland that he's currently trapped in. Yeah. So, uh, as he kind of ventured out, this is about 21 hours in, mm-hmm. um, he's out in the open and night is falling. And he, he's like, I can't sit out in the open because it's starting to get windy like, I can't sit out exposed to the wind. Like, I'm not going to get any sleep, and I'm just going to lose heat the right. whole night. So he actually finds this, like, fissure in the ground because he's ventured out, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing around him. Um, so he basically kind of hunkers down in this crack he's into the earth. He's doing a lot of hunkering down. Yeah, he's hunkering. Uh, <laughs> and um, he said it was extremely crumbly. Ew. <laughs> And he was concerned that if he made the wrong move, that he would fall into the earth. Oh, sick. Yeah. No. So imagine trying to get some sleep in that bitch. No. <laughs> nah, none for me, thanks. Um, so, so, I'm sorry. So is he going in and out of this, like, jungle area and also, like, back onto, like, the black nothingness rock? So he so he got, like, water yeah, in, in the, the oasis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, you know, he saw 12 helicopters and right. then none of them spotted him. He's right. like, I got to go back into the open. So he like kind of keeps hiking out into the open. Okay. Um, so he's it, not like he's um, close to this oasis. He's kind of like abandoned it. Okay. But he got Wait, some moss water. He did get some moss water. Sick. Which probably wasn't the best choice, but that's the decision what, that he made. What other choice did he have? Probably hunker down there. Hunker like, down again? Like, <laughs> just directly outside the oasis. Yeah, yeah, Go yeah. back and no, get I more know. water. I just, I'm really enjoying the fact that you're saying hunker down. You for love like that every word. Si- well, you've said it like a million times. It's very funny. Oh, okay. I'll change it up. No, it's funny. I like. Oh, you, you want to keep it? Go, go for it. Okay. Um, so he's like pretty much spending the night in this fissure. <laughs> That's, and, I don't like that word. Yeah, I do. Okay. I'm going to keep using it. Just Great. like I'm using hunker. Love it. Um, so he's, he's out of the wind and does manage to get some sleep for, for once. This crumbly fissure. Um, and he, he regretted leaving the shelter of the oasis. Right. So, um, he wakes up on, uh, essentially day three and starts to get more and more worried that he's not going to make it since he left the oasis and there's no water. Mm Mm-hmm. So he continues to get more dehydrated, um, and he's, this is, like, when he starts to increasingly, like, record the darkest messages into his camcorder and family of the experience. Sad. Um, you know, he's basically just, like, apologizing <laughs> for how dumb he's been. That's so sad. Yeah, it was, it's rough. Yeah. Uh, and they actually put some of the clips in the documentary. It's, did. like, very, yeah, it's very dark. That's really hard um so remember he's cut his arm too oh yeah yeah remember that how's it doing is it green so it's like it's dried up but like you know he's lost the blood right and he's chronically dehydrated right he's rolled his ankle about four times during like the the process of hiking across all this rock one could probably say that he's straight up not not having a a good good time time. (laughs) yeah i say your assessment is correct (laughs) so He's, he feels like one of these times I'm just going to fall and break a leg. Like, that's that's where his mind is at. Yeah. And he needs to go find another goddamn oasis. So yeah. So he keeps looking. <laughs> find another goddamn oasis. And, Dewey. yeah, the temperature is about 100 degrees at this point. And they estimate that he was losing about three liters of water every day, which I guess to Americans doesn't really mean much. Well, we know liters. Yeah. Soda. Yeah, I guess it's like a two liters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. 
Yeah. Yeah, and he's not replacing it with moss water. No. Not, not, not that much. Um, and as he's looking for this new oasis, um, he starts to feel this, like, he's, he, he's like, hallucinating, thinking that he's walking in circles. Um, and he just, like, feels this, it's, like, really fuzzy mental fog that he's in. Um, and luckily, like, just by sheer luck, stumbles upon a second oasis. What? <laughs> and because, like, I feel like you can kind of see them because yeah, it's green. Right. Yeah, so if for you, sure. there wasn't one in the area That's and true. you can see it, yeah. you'll probably find it. Like, I just, the whole time I was thinking, like, how the fuck did these things start? Like, who's who's out there planting shit? I don't or, like, how do seeds get there? I don't know. It must be birds. Maybe birds. Maybe the wind. Maybe. Yep. In any case, save Dewey's life. Hell yeah. So, Thank gets you, more... birds. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Dewey the duck, saved by his fellow birds. Right. Um. So, he gets more on wasp water. And now he's, like, trying to solve the problem of food because he hasn't eaten in like two days right so we got a little bit of water now we need some food but as long as you're drinking water which i mean he's not really you can last a lot longer without food so that's true and but i'm sure it doesn't feel good yeah it doesn't (laughs) feel good for dewey i'm sure he's hungry and he also doesn't know what's poisonous or not oh right in this oasis so (laughs) he is eating bits of plants to see what makes him sick oh sure we love that game. So he's playing that game because, I mean, what what other choice do you have? What other really, choice do you have really? Um, but he's like, okay, I'm not gonna make the mistake of venturing out again. I'm gonna stick that here where I know I have water, um, and I could kind of survive here for a little exp- extended period of time if need be. And he kind of builds a makeshift shelter with branches and leaves, and you know, kind of starts to record an upbeat message for his daughters. Like, I think I can get through this because, like, he kind of has this sense of security. Like, oh, I have a water source. Um, I think, like, eventually I'm going to get food if I don't get sick. Um, And he kind of thinks he can wait this out, and he has shelter. Uh, He doesn't have to sleep in that funky fissure. Crumbly fissure. Crumbly fissure anymore. Yeah. But that night... Um, he set up leaves to collect dew for him in the morning. It's like, boom, water source. Uh, but it starts raining, like, hard. OMG, yeah. water. And, but also wet. Yeah, it's like a cracker of a storm. Like, uh, it is pouring. A cracker of a storm? Cracker. I've never heard that. I don't know. Have you ever heard that? Or was that I just have. like, did it feel good to you? It to felt right. It? Okay. It felt right. Like, I'm, I'm thinking like lightning oh, cracking. Like a crack. Yeah, yeah. That's and it's I like thought. raining really hard. Okay. Yeah. I'll allow it. All right. Uh, so, I mean, he his leaves caught water, but it was so it was such a violent storm that they got knocked over. So it was basically pointless. Yeah. And he was in his shelter that was not waterproof. Right. Uh, so he's pretty much just like wet the entire wet. fucking yep. night and freezing. Mm-hmm. And your favorite bugs crawling all over him. No. Because he's like he basically just barely fits in this shelter so yeah. he's like laying down and it's like maybe he's got six, six like <laughs> what six, six inches of clearance yeah um and so this whole night he's just like shivering can't move bugs are crawling on him and he's, he's like so i don't want to cold he's sh- sh- shivering <laughs> yeah <laughs> so he said that it wasn't like he just like had a cute shiver <laughs> it was like uh it was a deep muscle shiver yeah like, i would the imagine whole not I, yeah. would, I would imagine his shivers yeah. were not cute at that yeah. point. Not my, not his words, mine, but... Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, God. So, it was a miserable night, to say the least. And he wakes up in the morning, his shelter's trashed. The leaves he set up to collect rainwater had been turned over in the storm. But, you know, he did get some water, because you just fucking open your mouth and get water. Did he, like, could he, like, set up his flashlight? That probably would have been smart, but I don't know if... He did that. Did not specify. Wouldn't be smart. Well, Dewey. Oops. Anyway, uh, the next morning, you know, he's been isolated for three days plus. He's really sore. Cut himself. He's rolled his ankle. 
and he has this like kind of hopelessness that starts to set in um so he kind of is like oscillating between these like small winds and deep despair because helicopters are flying past him and um he's kind of like starting to doubt whether he will get out of this situation so he now discovers that he's kind of like uh, staying in one place and not moving all the time that he has like a shit ton of shards of pumice stone in his feet um what and so he's been walking on the rock he's been falling and his shoes like the rocks have gone through his shoes now it was kind of like at the top like his ankle because you remember he's like been rolling his ankle and falling and he's probably been getting like a bunch of these little shards in in his shoe or like in his ankle yeah oh in his ankle okay (laughs) um so he's like got this reddish puffiness Ah. and like constant swollen pressure and he's like oh i'm not gonna walk out of here yeah that oh that's sad i that ow i don't like it yeah um so this assumption that he was going to sit it out is kind of starting to fade because he's afraid he might have gangrene or some infection um which would probably get him before right um anyone rescued him or, or might um So, like I mentioned earlier, a full search and rescue mission was underway, and the police had actually found his Jeep um, that he had left behind about three days ago. so far away from his Jeep now. Yeah, he is way past the Jeep now. Um, So they found it at night, and they're starting to think that he hasn't survived, given that it's been three days. Right. Helicopters flying over, haven't seen anything, and they're like, well... We can't find him. Um, so there were fire crews, rangers, uh, in tandem with the helicopter teams that were uh, searching for Dewey on foot and on horseback, uh, but they couldn't find anything. And I just thought it was kind of a weird sight to think of a horse. like On a volcano? On a volcano. <laughs> like, only in Hawaii. Right. <laughs> um, so... His family's been notified, right. and his family members are freaking the fuck out, rushing from Texas to Hawaii. He's from Texas. Um, and making public pleas for anyone with any info about Dewey's whereabouts. And this is about 77 hours into his ordeal. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next night, uh, as people are looking for him, uh, Dewey awakes to find the cuts on his uh, ankle even more badly blistered and like oozing pus. Ooh. Ew. And yeah, like I said, any hope of uh, walking off the island at this point has completely been obliterated. So can he still walk now? Or is... I mean, he can hobble, but like mm. he's not gonna hike three miles off right. the off the volcano. Yeah. Um. So he decides like the only way I can get out as if a rescue team spots me right so he's starting to think like how can i get people to like look at me (laughs) and he's like i could start a fire if i take like a branch and stick it into the volcano and light that bitch on fire and he's like if i can get a huge fire going with smoke people probably find me yeah right sure so I was like, that's actually pretty smart. Um, so he's like, he gets a pretty, like the driest branch that he can find. And he starts kind of like hobbling over uh, to find a vent. And he obviously needs to get close enough to the volcano to touch it to the right, lava. To get fire. But stay far away enough that he doesn't burn his ass. Right, yeah. <laughs> so... He's kind of trying to play almost the same game that he was playing while he was trying to, like, record the lava flow for his daughters the first night, where Mm -hmm. he's, like, you know, trying to get close, but not so much that he burns himself. And um, he finds a vent and is trying to, like, stick the stick in. But remember that toxic gases are emitted from the vent, so you can't really stick around there for too long. Sure. Uh, because it will it emits carbon monoxide Mm. so like it's not that it's like toxic like 
I don't know, like chlorine or something. It's just that you'll suffocate. Yeah. So um, he's like, he's trying to stick it in, but he can't quite get to the where the lava is. And then he starts to get lightheaded and he has to like kind of pull out for a little bit. And then he tries to go back in and set something on fire, but he just can't get close enough and he can't uh, start a fire. Um, so he has to abort mission and try and find a plan B and this is a huge blow for him because like this was his big idea to get spotted yeah you mean like plan f because yeah i guess (laughs) (laughs) yeah are we even i think we're plast we're plast pan up plan f (laughs) are you having a stroke we're past plan b for sure but probably past plan f so he comes with a plan b for starting the fire sure there we go uh so now he's like wait i have a magnifying glass in the camcorder imagine being on a volcano and needing to use a magnifying glass to start a fire yeah that's that's where he's at that 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 seems funny yeah i mean that sucks but it's like (laughs) that's just kind of funny a little bit it's a little ironic yeah uh so he's like if i can reflect the glass i can start the fire so and burn some ants yeah (laughs) don't do that that's mean yeah he's gonna eat them he's gonna toast them up oh god be great so he has to break his camcorder to get to the oh the little thing the glass oh so it's only solace this entire fucking time yeah he has to smash to get to this thing that's sad and before he cannibalizes the camcorder he records um his last message to his daughter's which is fucking rough. So he's thinking that he might not live from this. Right. And basically, he apologized for being stupid and, and reckless, um, saying that he's sorry if he didn't make it back um, and that he would always be with him if he didn't make it. Wow. Yeah, and they played the clip. I bet. Oof. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's part of the story, you know? Yeah, it's not It's not great. Um. And he said if it was his time and place, it was a beautiful place to go in, despite how, like, obviously... Tragic. ...horrifying his situation is. Yeah. Um, his final words in the recording was that he wouldn't give up and he would continue fighting to get out of this island. Um, and this entire time, the thing that kept him going uh, was thinking that about, about his daughters not growing up with a father. Oh, my gosh. Ow. So, yeah. If there's anything to keep you going... It's got to be that. Yeah. Um, so he needs to... So after he records his goodbye message, he has to smash his camcorder like hard enough to get the magnifying glass out, but like soft enough so that the magnifying glass doesn't break. Doesn't break, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's trying to play this game. Right. So he finds a rock and he starts trying to like delicately smash the camcorder. And like this is for his life pretty much in his mind and he he's like kind of slowly because he's he's doing it slowly and because he doesn't want to break it and as he's smashing it he hears yet another helicopter flying ahead um and at this point he like doesn't even bother signaling because he's seen so many tourist helicopters and he's like the only way that they're gonna see me is if i have this fire so he keeps keeping on and the chopper starts like flying over to him and he's like i've seen this before Mm -hmm. like ignores it still and then it starts circling him and he's like hmm (laughs) (laughs) hmm interesting interesting and slowly but surely he realizes that he's being rescued because like it's one thing to fly towards you but it's another thing to circle around your ass um he starts to cry at this moment as he realizes that he would survive and see his daughters again, which made me tear up. I bet. <laughs> yep. Um, anything to anything do with, with uh, parents. <laughs> yeah. Parents and kids gets me every time. <laughs> so the choppers circled Dewey for about 20 minutes and they're radiating, radioing the local authorities before they like kind of drop bottles of water to him. Mm hmm. Because this is a tourist helicopter. 
So there's tourists on it? Yeah. The tourists <laughs> spotted him. What? And actually, a trip. it was. Yeah. Could you imagine being like, ah, oh, I was on this helicopter ride around the volcano and we saved some dude yeah. who was fucking stranded for three days? Yeah, like, dude, it was sick. Some kid is like, I had to give up my water bottle. I'm so mad about it. I <laughs> no. just, I was so thirsty. <laughs> Could you imagine having to give up your, like, LaCroix? <laughs> <laughs> Throw down my grapefruit LaCroix. Yes. But it was a kid who spotted him. <gasps> 15-year-old Peter Frank. Peter! The inquisitive tourist that saved uh, Dewey's life was the one who was like, I see something out there, like this speck, this reflection. Like, let's go check oh, it the out. Belt? Huh? The belt? Was he still wearing that? Um, I don't... Well, it's hard to tell. Yeah, I guess. But it was something. Something. Um, so that was what saved him wow. in the end. It's the oh fucking God. speaker wire Peter. that he tripped over. Thank you so much. <laughs> and Peter. Um, so they, they drop him some water. like, okay, you're going to be alive for like the next hour. And they go back uh, to drop off the tourists. And uh, they the pilot drops him off and quickly comes back to pick up Dewey. Right. Nearly 90 hours after getting lost, Dewey is airlifted by this pilot to the nearest hospital where he is treated for severe hydration, uh, dehydration. Severe hydration. Severe moss hydration. <laughs> he, this dude has been overhydrated. We got to dehydrate that ass <laughs> quick. All right. I'm coming out with a new product line called Moss Water. <laughs> yeah. Everyone check it out. Great. On our Facebook. Um so he's treated for severe dehydration and his injuries in his arm and his feet right uh, or ankles lower extremities um and four days later he is reunited in austin texas with his daughters so he said the biggest thing behind his will to live with his was his daughters and now he's reunited with him and dewey meets up with the boy who spotted him, Peter wow. Frank, he gave him his number um, before he went back to Texas. And he said, quote, thanks a lot. You saved my life. <laughs> and then Peter was like, sure, dude. Sure, dude. No problem. No problem. All in a day's work. All in a day's work. Um, and Peter has remained in touch with Dewey and his daughters ever since the incident. Wow. Um, another uh, weird detail is that the mother kim uh peter's mom who was part of the group that spotted him said that spotting him was like seeing somebody on the face of the moon wow like i know i kind of described it earlier uh from dewey's perspective like this wasn't earth-like but like they were also like this is like we're on the moon yeah um so it's just freaking wild that they spotted him on a completely all. alien yeah. landscape. That's really cool. I mean, did they... I wonder if the pilot... I mean, I guess it would be kind of dark to be like, Hey, welcome um, on your vacation helicopter ride. Just so you know, there's someone stranded on the island. So if you spot them, let me know. But... Or if it was just like, Oh, we're going to just have this regular-ass tourist desk-like thing. Yeah. And then this kid was like, Oh, hey, Speck. <laughs> I wonder, you know? Speck. Oh, Speck. Yeah, I wonder... I would imagine that it would probably at least be like, you know, if you do yeah, see something, so you know. say something. Right. You know? Yeah, that'd be, that's, that's really just cool. Just saying if... I feel like they must have. Because yeah. if they, if they didn't say anything, like, oh, there's a person missing on this island, like, if you see them, like, why would he be, I don't, I don't know, like, why would he notice a speck and be like, oh, that's a person? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I guess we will never know. But they they described him as pretty inquisitive. Who? So I, Peter? Peter. Yeah. So he was always like wanting to uh, go check out uh, things that interested him, and he was always kind of like on the lookout. So I think it was kind of a combination of they probably told him, but also Peter's personality. It's the combination Pizza yeah. Hut and Taco Bell. Yeah. The combination Pizza Hut Taco Bell. Right. Um. Yeah. Okay. And that's how Dewey got saved from the lava hell wow. of Kilauea. Dang. And today, I actually found his LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, I remember you mentioned that. Because <laughs> I was, like, creeping to see what happened after this incident. Right. What does um, he do? Like, what is he? So, 
um, on LinkedIn. It says he's the CTO of Pethaz with a Z LLC. Oh, I know what that is. Cool. <laughs> it has 42 followers on Facebook. So Sick. I think this is a new startup for him. But um, <laughs> nice to put plug. it lightly. Yeah, uh, might help him. Cool. Um, but I think... I, I, like, I don't want to shit on him, but <laughs> at the same time, they have a YouTube video for their website for this product, which is like five minutes long where they try and describe what they are trying to build. And I don't know. It was just kind of confusing. Well, but maybe it, com- it wasn't Dewey's fault. Yeah. I'm sure it wasn't. Let's not shit on the guy who's just <laughs> like, <laughs> had his whole... But basically... It looks like he runs this, like, relationship tracking app, um, which kind of helps you notice and track the way your relationships feel um, to tell if it's going in a positive or negative direction. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I love the concept. I just think that they took a little too long describing it. Oh, well, whatever. That's just you. That's what it is in a nutshell. That's really cool, though. Um, Did anything ever happen with his, like, wounds? Did he he have, like, long-term... Uh, effects from them like did he walk again or oh yeah he okay. like fully recovered oh, like the the cuts were kind of uh like i don't know surface, surface, level? Yeah, surface yeah. level uh injuries so a flesh he spent a, wound if yeah, you will yeah, yeah he spent a few days in the hospital but he was but he was cool. fine after that he's yeah. just chilling now just chilling love that yeah but he uh he has a degree in psychology cool um so he kind of married that with like technology and psychology mm. so he's trying to build this app that's actually really cool yeah i kind of like that my guess is his day job is probably like a practicing psychologist or something of that nature but i couldn't find it who from knows? his linkedin cool but yeah he seems like a guy who likes to do shit i love that we yeah. love guys who like to do shit yeah <laughs> so i mean by all accounts it looks like he's thriving love you know? that so his relationship with his daughters and still knows peter great so that's really cool that that happened that peter was just like ah speck yeah speck could you imagine being saved by a 15 year old and the guy was like okay everyone drop your water bottles so we can save this dude's life yeah crazy yeah what if they dropped their water bottles and it fell into the volcano that would be comedy oh (laughs) I'm sorry, that's not comedy. That's... <laughs> that would be so fucked up. That would be really fucked up. But they wouldn't, they probably, yeah. well, I guess, I don't what would, know. What would be even worse is if they, like, set on fire before, like, disintegrating right before, wow. like, because he couldn't set his yeah, on fire. Yeah. Damn. But that's the story of Dewey Gadke. Dewey Duck. And <laughs> I don't know where that idea came from, but I love I, it. You don't Just know where like, it came from? His name's Dewey. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. I don't know how you don't know these ducks. I don't know. I guess I'm uncultured. It's I feel like, like you make a lot of references. Scrooge McDuck. You know Scrooge? I know Scrooge, but like... With the friggin' gold everywhere? And then his three, like, rambunctious, younger duck nephews? I've probably watched it, but it's been forever. You gotta Hello? get. You gotta get educated. <laughs> All right, we'll have to take some time. And you better watch The Grinch with me later. I swear to God. <laughs> I really want to watch Jim Carrey's The Grinch. <laughs> All right, we'll do it. Thanks. I give in. Great. You got Again. a good thing? Do I have a good thing? Uh, you go first. Um, my good thing after getting uh, many... They were telling me not to do something. Warnings? Cut your bangs? Yes. After many warnings, I... Oh, no, hello. Um, after a bunch of people told me not to do this, I cut my bangs. Um, not like straight across bangs, but like a, a nice little like curtain bang. Um, because I got bored and I needed a change up. And hell, mm-hmm. I did it because I wanted to. And it, it's good. It's fine. You know. Yeah, it looks good. It's it's cute. I mean, it's cute when I style it. <laughs> when I don't style it. I mean, but like it, it looks crazy. Yeah, whose hair is like cute when they don't style it? I guess that's true right yeah so so that's cool i'm i'm happy with that it like gives my like very lifeless hair some volume so that's cool <laughs> yeah no i because you came up with the idea like i think i should cut my bangs and i'm like i don't know if this is just something that you're considering and what actually i do 
and then you were I, working and i just came yeah. out and i was like look yeah and <laughs> my I was bangs like, oh were shit cut. you did it yeah cool yep yeah um my good thing uh is that we got an air fryer <gasps> we got an air fryer we can fry air I'm now fry shit um yeah i'm really really excited about it i'm gonna pinterest all day about it because i'm gonna find a bunch of recipes and uh we're gonna definitely air fry some some friggin uh um like the carnival oreos yeah the, the... i want to try that because like you can pretty much put anything in there oh yeah so yeah it's gonna be a good time yeah i'm highly excited about yep. the air fryer um yeah that's cool that's it hell yeah any, okay what any other thoughts i don't think so Dewey's survival i don't know he's a duck he made it out that's that's yeah, he wild out he wild after out of there. three fucking days <laughs> yeah after a lot of struggle <laughs> but uh that's cool um anyway if you want to follow us on instagram to keep up with pictures and you know anything else we post um follow us on instagram our handle is not today underscore podcast if you or anyone you know has a story of any kind survival or true crime or paranormal or anything really send us an email um say hi and our gmail is no today podcast at gmail.com um if you'd like to follow us on twitter our handle is not today podcast but the t on the end of podcast is a three because that makes sense um we have a facebook page we're just not today podcast you know just follow us everywhere it's we have a good time we're having fun we're like having fun, fun. um we're fun. fun we're fun we're fun follow us follow us <laughs> we're fun um okay yeah you know what guys just keep breathing yeah 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 <laughs>